Greetings, Raider Nation, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg, with show number 84. And here we are on the downside, close to the Hall of Fame game, where our Oakland Raiders will preview against the Eagles of Philadelphia to see what team is playing what players this season. You'll see your 0-6, the 0-6 Raiders first in the Hall of Fame game. Welcome, friends and fans, to the Raider Nation podcast. I welcome you again for your Raider fix. We have a great show for you today. We have an asshole, and I'll say that plural, assholes of the month coming up. There's a story along with that right there and in your face, assholes of the month. The other story will be Ryan's under the gun. We'll talk about Rob Ryan's defense and what should happen this season. And there's a belated happy birthday, Al. We'll be doing some Raider Take stuff about Al Davis, our mentor. Well, of course, we'll be visiting the RNP, Raider Nation Podcast Comments Forum, for your guys' take on the Raiders and other such things like baseball. It's pretty funny, if you know what I mean. And we'll go to the Frapper Map. So stay tuned, Raider fans, for your Raider Nation Podcast. Want to know who decides what the best podcast is? You do. The 2006 Podcast Awards nominations are underway. Here's all the details. Go to podcastawards.com right now and nominate your favorite podcasts. Categories include technology, entertainment, sports, comedy, and more. Nominate and vote for your favorite podcast. Plus, find new ones to subscribe to today at podcastawards.com. Brought to you by Podcast Connecting, the world's leading innovator in podcast marketing. First story, let's get right down to it. ESPN, in a scathing podcast, I don't know who the podcaster is, however, he is not, he is scathing in this particular podcast. It's almost funny. It's actually not scathing. It's more of a joke, and I would call it a joke because, well, once you understand it and listen to it, uh, you will see that this guy is just a pontificating hater. He's talking about Al Davis. And this is his story, the worst owner in football. Well, here's his definition of a successful team, okay? This particular podcaster seems to feel that uh, the Raiders, run by Al Davis and Al Davis's franchise, of course, instead of being 25th of 32, Al Davis is the worst by far owner in the NFL. He uses excuses like stadium revenue. Well, we just got control... Al Davis just got control of stadium revenue for crying out frickin' loud. You know who ran it before? Of course you know who ran it before. The OFMA, the most dysfunctional doggone organization in professional sports. Do you know why? Because it's run by the county of Alameda. Who here hasn't dealt with the county organization? From the sheriff's apartment down to the dog catcher, tell me how efficient and effective those organizations are. Well, I don't need to go into that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's exactly what happened to the Raiders. As far as their stadium revenue, they had no marketing. <laughs> the OFMA didn't market the Raiders. It's not Al Davis. Once again, they tried to paint the black cloud over the owner and great franchise leader, our Al Davis. Another thing this moron uses is a convenient phrase called the front office alignment. 
teams without a good front office alignment uh, never make consistent winners. This is what he says. I beg to differ with you, and I will go over the reasons for that in just a moment. Another crazy thing he uses as a description of this dysfunctional Oakland Raiders is they have a poor organizational flow chart. Could you please explain to me what a poor organizational flow chart is? Please? Somebody explain it. This podcaster obviously doesn't understand the meaning of football or the meaning of sports in general, because he's making ludicrous statements that actually make no sense and are rather silly, I'd have to say. He uses another phrase, which I, I think is good. He says, structure of the franchise is poorly, um, it's got a poor structure. Structure of the franchise is poor. Well, well, give me a specific, will you? Where's the structure of the franchise poor? Do we have poor marketing? Is it, you know, what part of the team is poor? The players, the coaching. What part of the structure of the franchise is jacked up? If you're blaming Al Davis for the entire jacked up franchise, well, let me remind you, we have won more playoff games, been in more playoff games. I could go on and on, and I will. Uh, Sean from the Raider Take will do this part for me because he does it so eloquently, so well. I don't understand why this podcaster talking about the worst owner in football would not bring up owners like the DeBartolos back then, the Texans, the, Do the owners of the Texans, the Dolphins, the Saints. All these owners have been oh so productive in the NFL and have shown so much promise and obviously deserve to be ranked higher than Al Davis. He compares Al Davis to a typewriter in an iPod world. A typewriter for crying out loud. Why not just say you're an apple in an orange juice world or a sailboat in a space shuttle world? It makes absolutely no sense. Why he came up with it is not too hard to see. Because he keeps ranting about how he is not an anti-raider. I am not an anti-raider. I am not an anti-raider. Of course he's an anti-raider. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing for crying out loud. Obviously a hater. Obviously ESPN is a hater of most West Coast teams to include the Oakland Raiders. The owners of ESPN, and of course this is all speculative theory, baloney, all those old rich guys from the East Coast love to see their East Coast teams like the Patriots. Oh, and their owner, Kraft Cheese Whiz, uh, he's up there at number one. Boy, can you believe that? Throw enough money around, shake enough hands, kiss enough ass, and you too can be number one ranking for ESPN owners in the NFL. I cannot get over it. I must say it again. ESPN, you are... This guy goes on to say nothing positive about the Oakland Raiders. He says that we're in the dark ages. Well, I don't know how many other owners are in the Hall of Fame. How many? I could go on and on. How many other owners broke the, the color barrier in NFL sports? One, Al Davis. How many black coaches were hired before Archell? None. And who did that? Al Davis. 
I will go on and could go on for days because you know why? I love Al Davis. Al Davis had made mistakes. Well, who the hell hasn't? One guy raised their hand. That's like the guy that says, yeah, you that got the first, no sins, cast the first stone. Everybody dropped the rocks. So you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say this guy is a complete moron. And I will tell you one more thing before I get into Sean's article. Um... Davis has never been given credit in open media for any of his accomplishments in the NFL. This guy is a stellar example of someone with passion and love for this game. He has changed the entire dimension of the game, the way it is played, the way it is coached, the way it is organized, and the way the organizational chart flows. All needs to give credit to our Al Davis. And if I were to do something not, if I didn't mention this, I would be lacking in my podcasting uh, for you, the Oakland Raider fan. Get on that computer and you email ESPN and you tell them what they think you think about this loser. And you can tell them for me, Raider Greg, that they are the assholes of the month and also they can kiss my Raider Nation ass. Now let's get on to Sean from the Raider Take. He has a much more civilized take. Let me get down there to it. Okay. Sorry, I had to tangent, and you all know me, and you know how I like to tangent. What can I say? That is the way I roll. Okay, Raider Nation. Raider Sean talks about this particular article, and it's pretty doggone cool. Sean from the RaiderTake.com. I had... I, uh, implore you, I encourage you to visit his blog. It is awesome. Most excellent. Okay, here we go. Here's an expert. The Raiders are a typewriter in an iPod world. They are so outdated. I'm not an anti-Raider. I am a pro-truth. Every NFL guy I've talked to has made the same point. Raider fan thinks the media picks on the Raiders. No, they don't. They never, they are never going to, as long as Al is there, win big consistently in the league again. Al Davis is at the very bottom. Those are all things that they say about our owner, Al Davis. Then our little genius goes on to praise Marty Schottenheimer as a paragon of modern coaching success fascinating logic he also praises john gruden as a paragon of modern coaching success who plucked gruden out of obscurity and gave him the tools to win two straight afc west titles whose team faced gruden in the super bowl after winning a third straight afc west title al something oh yeah al davis if the Raiders are a typewriter in an iPod world, then what does that make the Chargers and Chiefs? Just, just to name a few, horses in a space shuttle world? I didn't know he had that in there, but I didn't mind. That's exactly what I thought. Great minds think alike. Why do I have to keep repeating myself when the Raiders have won more division titles, won more playoff games, played in and won more AFC championships, and played in more Super Bowls than any other teams in the AFC West over the last six seasons. Then why is it the Raiders, who are allegedly living in the past, who are irrelevant, who haven't done anything lately, 
I think we know the answer, and it's nothing to do with objectivity. Attention, Raider haters, stop vibrating and gnashing your teeth. Stand still for a second and focus. Time and math are fixed entities. They are facts. They're not emotions. So he, <laughs> I got to say that that's very well done, Sean. And let me just tell you this. There's another thing. P.S. I received an email from Raider Di Chochella yesterday in which he wrote, I was reading on the Raiders website that Al Davis is going to introduce a Hall of Famer, John Madden, for the ninth time. That is by far the most Hall of Fame introductory speeches anybody has ever given. Let me say that again. Has ever given. Does that say something about Mr. Davis or what? I always hear people that are less than elite talking trash about Mr. Davis. Why is it that when it comes to very important people, the elite in the NFL, Mr. Davis is always referred to and praised as a superman. I think Al Davis is a superman. This podcaster, Raider Greg, loves Al Davis. I know Sean loves Al Davis, you could tell. And it makes absolutely no sense for the assholes of the month. Okay, Raider fans, let's see now what we got going on here in Raiderland. Here's a little tidbit I thought I'd share with the Raider Nation. And it is, of course a tidbit about our foes and supposed to be contenders for the AFC West championship, uh, the hated Denver Doncos with Ratface Shanahan at the helm. We all know, of course, if you're a Raider fan, you have to have heard the news that Ashley Lee is crying in his soup. He ain't getting enough money, ain't getting no love. The guy needs something because he hasn't been to two mandatory camps and it's gonna be it's getting to be an issue in Denver. Oh it's a funny thing too, because the coach, Ratface Shanahan, goes on to say that no one's knocking down the door to get this guy. Well, in the truth be known, which it will be, they need him more than he needs them. That's for doggone sure. Now, I know they'll probably cut a deal and give him some cash under the table. It'll be done silently and without fanfare. But it's a good thing. This might spark that total locker room meltdown that I had talked about earlier. I sure hope so. With the signing of Cutler, it'll be a controversy of quarterbacks as well as a, a disgruntled employee in the locker room. I love it. Can't wait. I hope it breaks down the beginning of the season. Good for you, Ratface Shanahan. You have some issues. We'll all send you from the Raider Nation a box, a large box of tissues. Rob Ryan, under the gun. What do you think, Raider Nation? You think he's under the gun? Three years at the helm. This will be his third season as a defensive coordinator. Uh, and surprisingly, when Archell was hired, uh, they kept him on board. Usually the head coach usually makes these decisions. But I believe Al Davis has a lot of faith in Buddy's kid, as I do too. With all the speedy additions to the defense and a huge, it's a huge make-or-break year for Buddy's kid, actually. Turnovers aren't there. Third down holds aren't there. Get the hell off the field, other team. That's what the defense should be saying. Opportunities were missed. 
God save us from the 4-2-5 defense that that just slows down the scoring of the other team. Ryan has always condemned that he didn't have personnel to get it done. Well, guess what? You got personnel now. There are a couple holes, but not very big. You can make this happen for your team. The Oakland Raiders have to bring the Basti back to Oakland Coliseum and have teams fearing the silver and black. Like I've said before, we must make them pay for every penalty inch that we get. I say this, I say it loud, I say it proud. If the Raiders are going to get a penalty, make them bleed, make them lose some teeth, bust a leg, bust a finger, bust an eye, whatever you got to do, make them pay some way for every inch. If we're going to get penalties, I've always said, make them count, make them pay, make them fear the silver and black. Well, I think uh, Rob Ryan might be under the microscope this season if he doesn't improve. I can't see how he won't, though. He did a good job last season with a much improved philosophy and placement of players. I think this year he's learned a lot of lessons. I think he'll stay with a consistent defense. He has more players and more defensive minds to help him. One of the things that uh, I'll go ahead and read is the Raiders report here. Uh, he, he talks about the priority of the defenses, of course, pick a base alignment and stay with it and make a firm commitment to it, determine which players fit the scheme best, and of course, decide which players work well together. And that's what Ryan says he has to do, along with every other uh, defensive coordinator in the league. Something interesting, though, was uh, uh, safety <clears throat> Derek Gibson, a 2001 first-round draft pick. What a waste that was. This guy hasn't played real football since he was in diapers. This guy hasn't played football at all for the Oakland Raiders. His impact has been nil as far as a first-rounder goes, a flop as far as I'm concerned. I was the first one elated when I got rid of him in the offseason, and here he comes back like a wart. You can't get rid of him sometimes. Sometimes you just got to burn them suckers out, and that's what we're going to have to do with Derek Gibson. I hope Michael Huff makes such a run and such an insane impression that they kick this guy out again at the end of camp. Nice talking to you, Gibson. My prediction is Gibson is gonesome, and that's it. Off injured Sam Williams, I'm expecting to play this year as well, opposite Kirk Morrison as a linebacker. However, his position is also threatened by Darnell Bing and Thomas Howard, two of which it could, could turn into um, linebackers, and there's a whole lot of controversy about what could happen there as far as changing players, but that's going to give Rob Ryan everything he has to work with. I think Al Davis is keeping his fingers off this part of the team because I believe Al has a great relationship with the bear, Rob, or like, well, like we like to say here at Red Anderson Podcast, Mob Ryan. He looks like a big, big bear, huh? He's the greatest look for a defensive coordinator for the Oakland Raiders I could possibly imagine. He fits very, very well. One thing I kept saying last season, however, was Rob Ryan's defense needed a whole lot of work as far as the blitzes were concerned. I know we had weaknesses in the secondary. However, we could have made up for a lot of that in blitzing, which we did not do, especially coming off the corners. Now, we did have Derek Burgess with 13 sacks, which led the NFL. However, as far as as far as far our blitzing package is concerned, I believe every one of those was probably the only number of blitzes. We might have had 15 blitzes the whole doggone season. I'm not someone who really is big on blitzes, but I'd sure like to see him. And a balanced defense with good blitzing at certain times keeps the other team at home and keeps them, keeps them in the running game and keeps us away from doggone big plays. Some people say blitzing too much is a bad thing, which I'm sure it is. I've seen other teams do it. But really, it all depends on who's playing for your team. 
if you have a strong secondary, and we have a very young secondary, which makes it a strong secondary. I think this year our secondary would come up big. I just hope that Rob Ryan could put together the defense that we need, especially the defensive four in front, is a huge component to this team this year. It's not really the linebackers, which was a concern last season. I think our linebacker situation has been handled. I do think, however, our defensive tackle position is something that we really need work on. I'm hoping that Kelly and the rest of the gang can come and fill those holes. It sure will depend. Rob Ryan will be depending on it to keep his job. I, for one, have total faith in Mob Ryan. I think Rob Ryan is one of the best coordinators we've had on the defense, and I think this year might be a year that he might have a breakout and get some accolades. However, he's going to have to stop those third down plays and continue to do better in the fourth quarter to keep the score down. But one thing that does affect the defense, and I will give Rob Ryan a break on, is the offense. Last season, we saw sputters and sparks of a, a brilliant defense just to see uh, the Tin Man blow it and go three and out several times. You can only do that so so much, and every defensive player will tell you the same thing. That, that, if you do not have a strong defense, and if you do not have uh, a strong offense to complement that and give the defense a chance to catch their breath for crying out loud, then you don't have a team. It takes both sides of the ball to make it happen, and we here at Render Nation Podcast support Rob Mob Ryan. 110%. News flash. Right now, Raider fans, I got to get on it. I got to get on it because it's very important and I want you to pay very, very close attention. I have had a demand for a shout-out, and I'm going to give it right now. This is shouts out to Captain Chris Pinto of the Berkeley Fire Department. He was getting no love, he said, from the Raider Nation podcast, and he is a Raider brother, and i got to give him all his love. Raider Chris, this is a shout-out to you. He is a diehard Raider fan. You never notice. Mild matter. Chris Pinto. He's an animal. Very good Raider fan. He bleeds silver and black. Goes to every doggone game. He is a true follower of Al Davis. Thank you for being a fan, Chris. I'm glad you listened to the Raider Nation podcast. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. Are we going from here? I don't even know. Okay. I want to thank to Raider Randy for doing such a fine job. Now, Raider Randy is going to be going on a vacation here for a little bit. And so we might be off the air for one week anyway. I just wanted to prepare the Raider Nation podcast fans, let them know I did not fall off the planet. Uh, another thing here, I want to have a belated but ever so joyful happy birthday, Al Davis. Al Davis was born on the 4th of July. If the Ritter Nation doesn't under- remember that or doesn't know that, here you go, a little tidbit. I should have done it on my last show. Um, I'm sorry, Al, I should have done it, but I didn't do it. I was wrapped up in other things, as you well know, and so I should have thrown them out there, but I'm doing it right now. Thank you, Al Davis. You are rocking. Okay, here we go. Let me share a little thing here that also Sean wrote. Uh, Sean from RaiderTake.com. I really, I really encourage you fans to check out his blog. It is very cool. He's very cerebral, and he has some great, great, great things to say about our team in every possible way. He's a true silver and black fan. He goes on to say, his article is, is titled, I Love Al Davis. As a diehard Raider fan, 
I'm a regular recipient of the I hate Al Davis remarks. Boy, aren't we all. Usually these come from people who root for the 49ers or other some other lame team who have just blindly bought into the media's Raiders equals evil equation. When asked to back it up, they usually give me one of three reasons. Here's reason number one. Al Davis moved the team to Los Angeles. Boy, haven't we all heard that, Raider Nation. Boy, a lot of people dropping out of the Raiders from the Bay Area just from that. Here's Sean's take. The L.A. move was indeed a bummer, and that's for sure. But they're back. They've been back for 10 years. Last I checked, the Colts weren't back in Baltimore, and the Ravens, they weren't back in Cleveland, and the Cardinals, they weren't back in St. Louis, just to name a few. It's not like Mr. Davis is alone looking out for number one. At least he returned to Oakland. So get over it. We're lucky that happened. Amen. That's a great one. Use that on those people who are turned haters. Here's number two. Al Davis is a dinosaur and the game has passed him by. And he should go ahead and hang it on up. Well, Sean's take is, last I checked, the Raiders have gone to Super Bowls in four of the past five decades, including one just a few years ago. Looks like Mr. Davis has kept damn good pace with the game of football. When I hand over my $80 to catch a game at the Coliseum, I'm glad it's going to someone smart enough and willing enough to reinvest it in playmakers like Randy Moss and Lamont Jordan. Amen. Here is an owner that should be praised and number one on that shitty list about team owners. It is a travesty that they didn't give him the number one slot. He deserves it by far. Here's another thing. Number three, Al Davis is the ringleader of a pack of thugs known as the Raider fan base. Here's Sean's take. If you want to sit near a cappuccino-sipping grandmother in the temperate-controlled Edward Jones Dome while the Rams run around a piece of carpet, go right ahead. Just don't call it football. Yes, Raider fans are vocal and colorful, which is ultimately a reflection of the authenticity, passion, and staying power that Mr. Davis represents when it comes to football. But Raider fans are not thugs, although there are bad apples in every crowd. And if you'd actually come to a game, instead of talking ignorant smack, you'd discover that. And let me add to that. There are children. There are little girls, little boys. There are aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers, brothers, sisters, and all under the silver and black. I cannot tell you the many, many games I have been to and the many, many cool fans that I have run across since I've gone to Raider games in my lifetime. Let me tell you, the parking lot of the Coliseum is one of the friendliest places, as you wear your silver and black, of course, which makes a huge difference. One thing I want to add, too, about this ESPN thing that I keep going around about, I'm so pissed off I could freak out. Well, here's the thing, too. When you talk about Al Davis, you know, talk about him being the last in the line of owners, and you put... Cheese Whiz Craft on the top number one? What has Cheese Whiz done for the game of football? Tell me, what color barrier did he break? What revelations in the game did he provide? What changes in the rules? What changes in the league? What great things has he done for the organization of football? Not one 
God-blessed thing. I hate to go on a tangent, but I'm gonna, and that's it. So, now, let's get down to the Raider Nation Podcast forum, and of course, the Raider Nation Podcast fans. go let's start down here now there's been some bannering from tommy the new york raider and of course chris the colorado kid uh, about their baseball team so i just want you to understand that that's going on right now colorado chris says go mariners and of course the reply from tommy the new york raider is that's why you hate the yankees um because your team sucks and of course i commented to him go oakland a's AL West champions, that's what I think, and that's what I'm staying with. Okay, let's see. Colorado Chris says, let's see. Okay, venting. He's going to vent. Colorado Chris is going to vent on this one. Okay, bringing back coaches from years past is the wrong way to move our team forward. Art is the man, and I'm okay with that hire. But bringing back Walsh is going to kill us. I know this has been talked about many times, so I apologize for bringing it up. Also, not taking Leinart was the wrong move, period. Al Colorado Chris, I don't think Leinart was the answer. I think Walter is the answer, and I think you're going to see that, my friend. Have some faith in the team and Al Davis. Believe me, Walter is the man, and you will see that this season. Now, as far as apologizing about what you feel about Tom Walsh, it's right there in the back of everybody's head. Everybody who knows him, everybody who sees him call plays, everybody in the Raider Nation has the same question, and we just have to think positively and move forward. Here's what else Raider Chris has to say. Here's my quick story. At a party in Denver, a couple of guys talking about hockey, etc. My buddy is a huge Red Wing fan, so of course I sold him out. They started giving him crazy shit. Then he mentions that, I'm a lifelong Raider fan. Talk about trying to turn the, the heat on him. He's a lifelong Raider fan. Can you see that in a room full of Denver fans? And everyone just laughed. It blew me off. This is what the Raiders have become. We are a non-factor. We have lost everything we once had. Teams look us on the schedule and think easy win. Bringing back the nasty has to be more than just a lip service. Colorado Chris, chill, my Raider brother. Let me just tell you a couple of things about what you have just said. First of all, I don't give a crap about what those Donkos have to say. And even if they laugh at you and blow you off, I guarantee you that every time Shanahan plays the Raiders, he is afraid of the Raider factor, which is we could come up and kick their ass. So don't let your fans, those fans, make get you down. And I'm going to read the reply that I gave to Colorado Chris right now. Colorado Chris from Raider Greg, I feel your pain. I did make the same observation of Tom Mayer of Brokeback Idaho Walsh when indeed when the deed was done. You need to think of the positive moves the team has made so far. Our defense, the nasty D, is shaping up to be just that, nasty. The improvement in our defense will make that your Denver friends shut their pie holes when we play them. Remember, we are and have always been the underdog. Let them laugh now. You'll be the one laughing in the end. With Brooks at the helm, our star receivers will have, will, that have gathered dust for the last two seasons will be put to action. My Raider brother, just smile and tell the Donko fans, hell's coming, and it's silver and black. 
That's what I got to say about that. Okay, there you go, Colorado Chris. Raider Matt comes out. I'm going crazy. Raider Matt's crazy because he wants the football game to start, and he talks about the Hall of Fame game this year is happening, and the sooner the better. Amen. And the whole Raider Nation understands that, Matt. He talks all about Huff. He, he's looking forward to see what he can do. He's going to miss the Hall of Fame game because he starts his sophomore year in high school. You go, Matt. There's a young Raider fan right there blossoming up. You know, he's going to get married someday and have a bunch of Raider kids. That's what we need at the Raider Nation. Okay. He wants people to visit his space, www.myspace.com slash P-A-S-O-N-E 2112. And put in your picture Get some fans in there. He wants people to visit his site. I encourage you to do it. I will do it. And he's pumped for the season. we got to encourage this young Raider fan. we got to encourage the young Raider fan base because those are the Raider fans of the future, the Screamers. Go for it, Raider Matt. Here's New York Raider Tommy. Check this out. ESPN Rumor Mill. Well, I put a lot of water in that bucket. Not. Okay. Raiders seeking running back help. Well, that's been a a long story. They've talked about that before. But, of course, um, this is just another way ESPN can set up the Raiders for some kind of bad decision. You watch me. And I'll tell you what, I bet you they they say, whoever we get as our second running back, they're going to have all kinds of negative shit to say about them because they're ESPN. Trust me, it'll happen. Anyways, he goes on to say, Raiders seeking running back. The Raiders would love to add a running back in depth behind Lamont Jordan and might look in the early round of training camp cuts for just such a candidate, according to Pro Football Weekly. Justin Fargus, number two on that depth chart, is considered a little more than a special teams guy part, and Zach Crockett is not capable of carrying a ball uh, and a sizable load. Okay, let me just address this because there's two parts to this. Yes, of course, the Raiders might go out and find a second running back if one falls in our lap. I don't believe they're going to go out and seek one, really. We have eight guys that are in the running back position right now trying out for the job. I do believe Justin Fargus still. I have hope for the guy. I had hope for him last year. If he does gain that weight and continue to change his style of running, I think we might have a good one there. He didn't get an opportunity last season because Turner did not use him. I don't know why. He should have used him until he got injured. We paid him anyway. We need to see him get out there and get some more touches on the ball. I think him, between him and Zach Crockett, it could work. they got to give Justin Fargus an opportunity to really show what he can do. Give him a chance. And if he doesn't do it, then get rid of him and get somebody who can come in here because I do think he does have a great opportunity. He's got great eyes. He's fast, too. If he can cut the corner, he makes some yardage. He's a good runner. I'd hate to give up on the kid this season. I think that they should give him a good chance and give him an opportunity to show what kind of running back he is. Uh, Junior Seau is released by the Manny Dolphins. This is another rumor I've heard. Injuries left him only 15 appearances in two seasons. Well, why do you want to pick up Junior Seau, an injured guy? Maybe we can put him into camp. Maybe he'll help the team. But the guy who reported on it, Len Pasquale, um, hasn't been a very good source. And even though it's on, quote-unquote, ESPN Sports, I don't know why they get so much acclaim recognition. They're just a bunch of bimbos over there anyway. Um it's supposed to be fact that Junior say I was talking to the Oakland Raiders. He wants to come over here. I doubt it. I doubt it seriously. Um, too many injuries. We could look for someone much better, much younger, and pay them much less than Junior Seau. I'd like to see him on our team, however, just to punk the Chargers. I'd love to see him on our team just to show that. Um, and especially if we beat him, that'd even be better. New York Tommy Raider comes in with the best take of all. And here it is. Are you ready, Raider Nation? 26 days, 
until our first look at the 06 Oakland Raiders. There you go, Raider fans. Let's go now to the Frapper map. We're going to check it out right now. We have some Frappers here. We got some new Frappers. We haven't talked about the Frapper map in a while, so we're getting down on it right now. Colorado Chris, we got Colorado Chris's picture on the front of the Raider Nation podcast site. Check it out. I'll give you more about that in a minute. Lou Duke of Guam. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I want to say, I, you know what? I cannot even pronounce his name, but I'm going to give it a try. Kolja. Um, he's a Cologne, Germany guy from the Raider team in Germany, which has actually kicked some, kicked some butt over there. So he's a good fan. I bet you he makes it over the Raider Nation. We got Mark Fitzgerald from Eldon, Montana, or Missouri. Let me see. Check him out. He's a Raider fan. Another displaced Raider fan. Doggone, we're everywhere. And let's see, one more guy here, which would be Mike Reinert, uh, Rossford, Ohio. Welcome to Raider Nation Podcast, Mike. Nice photo. I'm a Raider for life. I love to see it. Raider Nation Podcast fans, check out the Frapper map. You got to do it, man. You got to get your mug in there. Get your melon in a picture. Throw on your silver and black. Get your face painted up. The season's almost here. We got to get down. We got to get down, Raider Nation. We got to get down because season is almost here. I want to encourage you all Raider fans to visit the Raider Nation celebration coming August 27th. Be there 12 to 4. If you are thinking about, even thinking about attending a game, even if you're not, get down there, see the team, see what the Raiders are doing. They're putting their hand out. You put your hand out, shake it, get on in there. Let's show our Oakland Raiders the 12th man. I'm telling you right now, we got to lift it up this season and make it count. Make it shout it out. Make it count. Make it go, go, go. I'm so pumped about 06. We got Aaron Brooks. We got all kinds of possibilities. And just like the Raider fans out there, we're always thinking positive. It can happen this season. Got the new coach. Let's go for it, Raider Nation. Well, that's about it. I want to invite you all to RenovationPodcast.com. Check out the site. Of course, we have that Frapper picture on there, and Randy changes it up a lot, so you'll see all kinds of fans up there. Get your mug in there in the Frapper, and you get your mug on the front page of Renovation Podcast. What could be better? A reminder, too, please check out those Rada videos. They're all killer. Check out the media section. Look at Randy's... Uh, Check out the site. Randy has done such an excellent job. There's so much information. There's so much to see, so much to do here at the RaiderNationPodcast.com. You will be delighted that you did. This is Raider Greg wishing you a nice, comfortable 52 days. I am out.